listening to the unofficial BattleBots podcast recording almost live from the unofficial studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's fight night. This is episode 17, our week six instant reactions and rapid recap. There's a lot to talk about. It's time to get started. It's robot talking time. All right. All right. It is Friday night. It is fight night. It is robot talking time. We are your hosts. I'm Al. And I'm Alan. And we are a super fan podcast following season four of BattleBots on the Discovery Channel and the Science Channel. We are spoiler free, which means you won't hear about it until we see it. And we just saw it, so now we're talking about it. Um, as always, you can vote in our top 16. Don't forget, Tuesday by 6 p.m., get us your votes to unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. Uh, or tag us on Twitter. We are at BattleBotsPod. What an amazing night. Alan, what's your initial thoughts? All, uh, all the destruction that happened in this episode. It's, I mean, even the judges' decisions had a ton of destruction in them. Yeah, what an unbelievable episode. We thought there were a couple good match. Well, we knew there were a couple good matchups. Yeah. Uh, but then there were good fights on top of that. The good matchups... Uh, Throughout the entire episode. Up yeah. to the to the hype. And we had it nonstop for two hours. Yeah. Uh, like I said, even judges' decisions, usually it's like either both bots weren't working or one was kind of working. Uh, while there were some judges' decisions where one bot was working and the other wasn't, it was still very entertaining to watch. Still a ton of destruction from bots. I didn't think that could do that much destruction. Yeah, and you know we did see a number of decisions. What did we see? Three decisions? Today? I think. Uh, yes. Um, so let's get right into the headlines. Uh, the main event is the headline, uh, number one versus number three in our rankings, um, and we will talk about that shortly. Other headlines from tonight: uh, there was a bot flipped to pieces. Yeah, and flipped it's, to pieces. It's not because they landed weird; it's because of how powerful the flipper was. Right. It bears repeating. Yeah. There was a bot flipped to pieces in this episode um there was a vertical spinner and an axe that were totally dismantled uh there are a couple surprise 2-0 teams which i think is a big deal scorpios and hypershock neither one of them has really shown up in our um in our rankings hypershock received a few votes but they were they were way down on our list uh this week scorpios has never received any votes Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of tough decisions regarding desperado tournament there's a whole bunch of teams that are going to try to get in it, I feel, um, because they're going to see it as the easiest way to get into the top 16, and there's going to be bots yeah. turn away. So that's going to be a big storyline. And it's not easy when the Desperado, but it's the easiest way to get into it. Now, I'm just asking you to guess here, but do you think that the Desperado tournament is going to be before the break? Ooh, Last season it wasn't, but I think it will this year. So you think it might be in two weeks? Yeah. Um, that would be nuts. Um, but there are four less episodes this year, so yeah, they've got to fit it in somewhere. Um, this was episode number six. Is that right? Yes. Out of 16? Yep. Um, so there's 10 to go, and that includes the tournament and the playoffs. Yeah. All right. And maybe USA versus the world. Maybe USA versus the world. I don't think they're going to do that again, but that I'm just guessing. Yeah. I didn't think it went off the way they expected it to last year. Yeah. I mean, we got, we're got we getting 12 more hours of content for this season, so... Yeah. Well, so you're saying it so maybe go. they will still yeah. show it? 
or some other type of competition. Yeah, I would life. think. I, again, this is just my guess, but I would think they would go some other way with that. Maybe com- like with that vertical spinners versus the rest, because vertical spinners make up a great portion of yeah. the competition. That would be interesting. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I just don't think the USA versus the world thing had. You know, it didn't play out the way they wanted. They didn't even show one of the battles that actually kind of changed. They the, showed. They two. changed the outcome. Yeah, they didn't show two or three of the battles. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but let's go right back to the main event. Uh, again, number one Bite Force took on number three Bronco in the main event for week six. Uh, this one did not disappoint. This was Bronco's debut for 2019. Bite Force came in having dominated Yeti, but only won by a decision. Yeah. Um, again, obviously, they've won two of the last three championships. They've never been knocked out. Um, they've only ever lost once, and that was to Chomp. Uh, who is gone. Who's gone. They weren't undefeated in the Twitch tournament, but didn't make it to the championship round because they weren't voted in. Yeah, apparently they got fourth place in votes. Oh, okay. So. And then they were in the third, basically the third place battle. Yeah. And won. Yeah, battle for third. They beat Whiplash right. for the second time. Yeah, which is amazing. Um, okay, so this fight... Uh, Bronco came in with their titanium arm and shell, uh, a more compact bot. They had forks on the front and the back. They had their side armor. Uh, but it didn't go so well for them. No, it didn't. <laughs> it looked like they had trouble driving their bot, which is always a problem with Bronco. Yeah, and so when the match started, neither team was very aggressive. Uh, Bite Force was able to get their weapon up pretty quick. Yeah, um, because as it always, yeah, it doesn't take much time. Bronco, they don't have to get their weapon up, no. but they probably launched it too quickly. Yeah, and that is really what decided the fight because Bronco, they either launched it too quickly or they're under there for a little bit and they launched it too late. Right. But in the end, they flipped. They tried to flip Bite Force too early, and Bite Force ended up hitting the bottom of that flipper. Yeah, so the, it hit the flipper as the flipper was coming back down. Yes. Um, and kind of bent it, and then they were able to just rip it straight off. Yeah, and just because that lip comes off of the flipper doesn't mean that Bronco's out. The same happened when they faced Lockjaw, and they still beat Lockjaw. Yeah. And still had great flips. It, it works almost like a puncher at that point. Yeah. And so they weren't dead. No, and they had those forks, so if they were just to get Bite Force on those forks, they could still get a good flip. So it wasn't over. But it made their chances worse. Yeah, what I thought was interesting is the biggest flips in this fight, the two biggest flips, were Bite Force flipping Bronco. (laughs) Now, it wasn't a huge flip like we're used to seeing from a flipper, but Bite Force lifted Bronco higher out of the air that... you know, in the air than than Bronco ever did to Bite Force, right? Yeah. Did they get no. one hit in? No, they never flipped or one Bite flip? Force. No. Yeah. So the biggest flips were from Bite Force. I think the biggest flips actually are Bronco to itself when they tried to flip Bite Force a couple times. Sure. Or when they tried to get free from Bite Force. Yeah. I mean, Bite Force has a sneaky weapon. Yeah, they do. You don't think it's going to do that much damage. And then we saw them just uh, pick off Bronco. They were just destroying it. Yeah, I mean, Bronco had those flanks on the side, and they were just systematically getting torn off. Um, and there it, was really nothing they could do. I mean, they weren't moving much. They lost the no. wheel. Um, you know, I didn't. I wasn't sure that they could keep moving. I mean, they did prove to be durable, yeah. I guess. And those flanks actually did help, because if those flanks weren't there and Bite Force just hit the side, it could have ended in one hit. Yeah. So those flanks, while it did, they did look bad, it helped them. It helped them a lot. 
they were able to stay alive a little bit more, and that could have changed the fight. So I think it's safe to say that Bite Force is clearly the number one team in the world. They're the defending champs. They are undisputed in my mind. Yeah. You have not had them at number one yet in your poll. I'm 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 thinking about it now. Like You're considering it's a, it's a it? good possibility that, that you could see him at number one. So just first reaction after watching the fight, you don't automatically put them there. You're still considering it. I'm still considering it. Okay. Uh, if they do become number one, it's probably going to be a quick decision after we're done filming this. <laughs> so I, um, I gotta think about it. A little yeah, bit. I mean, it's just a superior design, a superior team to almost everybody. They have a they have a strategy for everybody. Um, they don't have to change their bot to no, accommodate they any have fight. Two different uh, wedges. They have the wedgelets that which we saw them use today, but then they have a plow design which is against rotator. Yeah. So, uh, when did they use that against rotator? Uh, top sixteen tournament in the round of eight. Okay. So, and I think that's the last time we saw them use it. I think they may have used no, not against Minasar, but I think the last time they used it against Ice Wave. That was the last time they used it. Okay. And that will be the last time, even if they use it again this season. Because Twitch tournaments filmed uh, after the tournament. Oh, so. sure. Okay, so that was part of the Twitch tournament. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and if you haven't seen the Twitch tournament, or if you don't remember it quite as well as Alan did, uh, it, it's helpful if you remind us <laughs> which fight which fight or which uh, tournament that was in. Yeah. Yeah, I should have <laughs> specified that that was in the Twitch <laughs> no, tournament. That's fine. Um, Okay, I mean, this was a great fight. It lived up to... I mean, Bronco didn't add much to the fight. No. But it, it was, was still fun to watch. It really was. And when Bronco was pushed against the wall, or they were being pushed around, they tried to flip to get out of Bite Force's way. That was actually a good idea on Bronco's part. Because they could have flipped over Bite Force and maybe got around to the backside and flipped them. Yeah. Like, it could have gone much better. Yeah. But I... I don't know. They either got unlucky or they weren't lucky, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, no. Either they, the they odds... They mean the same thing, right? Either the odds were against them or they just went within the odds and just didn't get out of the way. Okay. Um, again, Bronco was durable, uh, but as always, Bite Force, Bite Force wins. Yeah, Bite Force is Bite Force. All they do is win. Barely took any damage. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it went to a decision against Yeti, but they were able to dismantle uh, Bronco was quite impressive. Yeah. And, I mean, Yeti's very durable, so. Yep. Um, so, Bronco, they start the season 0-1. Um, I don't think they're in... Um, they, I don't think they need to be too worried. Yeah, I think Hydra's um, But they're going to have to get a... They're going to have to get a win. Yeah, I think Hydra's feeling good about this, though, uh, given that they're 2-0, and and they are... People are considering them the best flipper now. Well, I mean, maybe it's too early to call, but yeah, uh, after watching this fight, um, Hydra, you know, this was probably the one biggest um, moment, like a picture to capture the evening was Hydra just taking apart Warhawk piece by yeah. piece with a flipper. And they didn't only uh, rip Hydra and not Hydra, Warhawk in half, but they ripped Warhawk into thirds. Right. Which is more than Ice Wave could do against Vanquisher Huge. This is the most destruction we've seen, and it's from a flipper. A flipper. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. And so the, Hydra, they were number nine yeah. in our poll. Uh, Warhawk was 18. 
Um, so this was a huge matchup. Hydra was 1-0 after beating Free Shipping. Warhawk was 1-0 after beating Petunia. Um, Which apparently didn't please the selection committee. Right. Yeah, they made some mention to that on the show that it wasn't a very uh, impressive win. Um, so now Warhawk is 1-1, one one, which we'll get to in a second. Um, they came out. They had their mini-bot vertical spinner. Hydra's the flipper. Um, Warhawk kind of got under Hydra at the beginning. Yeah. Hydra kind of missed a few times. Uh, and then they had a huge flip. Warhawk yeah. got one hit. And then, holy crap, <laughs> all heck broke loose. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest flips we've seen, especially that early in a battle, Um Warhawk was upside down. Next thing you know... Uh, half, a third of Warhawk came loose. At first, I thought it was top armor, but then I saw a wheel on it, and it started moving <laughs> around. And I realized that uh, their wheel was taken off, much like how Mad Catter was ripped in half, or Ultimo Destructo was ripped in half last season. It was shocking, in my opinion. Um, It, it really was shocking, and it seemed like the bot... The first time it flipped, or it it broke it in two. I, well, it did break it in two. It seemed like yeah. it seemed like it was um, flipped in half, but it wasn't yeah. exactly half because no. it's really a three part bot. Yeah, which now we all saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Bronco couldn't do that when they faced Warhawk. I mean, Bronco's never come close to doing. It. We've never seen a flipper Destroy. break a bot and with the flip, like with the impact of the flipper. Yeah. I think one of the big roles about that is Hydra doesn't jump up like Bronco does. Right. So that flipper is actually, it's punching you in the air. Yeah. Bronco like jumps and then you get lifted from that jump. Almost. Right. And they lose a little bit of their energy from that. Whereas yeah. Hydra's using the floor yeah. to keep them there. It's really amazing. Interesting. Um, I'm telling you right now, this bot, I had them pretty high. Let's see, where did I have them? I had them at number eight. I think I had them at like eight or seven. Um, you had them at seven. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm. they're moving up in my rankings. They are, You. this is something you can't deny, they are more powerful than Bronco. Uh, better control, better yeah. driving, better design, lower to the ground. They don't yeah. jump up when they flip. Yeah, and they are more powerful because they actually did damage to a bot with their flipper. Right, which we haven't seen. And they took damage from Warhawk, and they, I mean, they did pretty well against when it came to damage. Because Warhawk, it ripped up the wedges, but it didn't seem to affect them in any way. And that's important, because a hit like that could really affect Bronco. And like we saw Bite Force, Bite Force was able to bully Bronco when they got hit on the side. Hydra was able to just drive out. And that is really important. That is a huge differentiator that's a huge difference um we always talk about reliability and dependability um they have all of that um one one interesting thing was warhawk could have kind of given up at the end yeah uh, but they kept using their mini bot so they were inviting they gave them a reason to flip their spinner which was a great i thought it was going to hit the ceiling honestly because you're flipping a third of the robot right or maybe half at, right. At most. Yeah. Let's say it's 150 pounds even. Yeah. Um, which it wasn't. It they, was less than they that. They flipped but, it just as high as right. when they were 250 pounds. Yeah. Um, so you would think maybe it could flip it higher, yeah. but... And the thing is, Hydra's probably disappointed 
because oh, they didn't sure hit they the are. ceiling. Especially when you you're flipping a third or a half of the bot. Yeah. Um, and then, but they did get that awesome uh, hit on the mini bot yeah. at the end, which was it, which was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And Hydra had a great strategy. They didn't even care about the mini bot. They didn't worry about it because if they were to turn their bike backs and go again, go after the mini bot, that gave Warhawk room to get a hit against Hydra. Right. They were never going to be concerned with it. And you mentioned it live while we were watching it, um, that Hydra just wasn't concerned with, with the minibot. No. And that's the best way to go about it. Yeah. And, you know, that comes with Team Wayachi being in the game forever, growing up in the game, um, being calm and cool and collected yeah. during the match. Uh, it, to me, this was unbelievable. It's something I don't... I will not soon forget. No, it was the first fight of the day. Like, that was how they opened the episode. And the first fight of the day was basically, here is how the game has changed. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bronco, they're kind of, they're starting to look worse since Hydra came in. Yeah, and you know, Bronco's always had that problem where they haven't won a championship. Yeah. Um, has their time passed? Yeah, Hydra looks like they could win the entire thing. Do you think that Broncos' time has passed? Um, unless if they completely... No, do you think Right so? now, with this design, yes. Yeah, I do too. They have to change it. Yeah, uh, I think my big question for Warhawk, and um, you know, I had them very high in my rankings. I had them at number nine in my yeah. rankings. Um, my big question for them is they're pretty tore up. Yeah. Can they put that bat bot back together? Yeah. And... In- now at one and one after beating Petunia, and you mentioned it, the the committee doesn't seem to take too kindly to that win. Yeah, uh, it's almost like it doesn't almost matter. Yeah, from what they said, I mean, yeah. it's a little exaggeration, but yeah, um, you have one win against Petunia. You have a loss against Hydra, where you were broken into three different parts. Can you put that bot back together? Do you risk Desperado at one and one? And I'm about- asking you this directly. So they're one and one. They might be considering Desperado, but can they get their bot back together in time for the Desperado? Yeah. So, I don't know when this was filmed when it comes to when the Desperado is being filmed, but... Let's assume that it's pretty quick because the whole season took place over two weeks. Yeah. I don't think they can fully get their bot back together for Desperado time. And even if they do, each fight is half an hour distance between them or around that. So let's say they were half built together and then they enter Desperado and take a ton of damage again. You got about like half an hour to an hour to fix your bot again. It's To potentially have to go in for your next regular season. But I yeah. guess if you lose in Desperado, you just consider your season done. Yeah. Um, unless they can really get their bot fixed up. Uh, I don't think Desperado's right for them. Yeah, so they might just want to pass, get their bot right, and then try to win their next match and just try to force their way into the top 16. I think it's going to be tough for them. If they can build their bot and feel confident about it before Desperado, I would go into Desperado. Do you remember watching like the first couple seasons and there were bots in the tournament that just really didn't deserve to be there? Yeah. And this year, we are going to see some super bots that aren't going to make the top 16 tournament. I'm just like, I always think about like, this bot may not make the top 16. Yeah. Like Valkyrie, there is a chance they're not going to make the top 16. Well, this is what is great about the sport is how quickly it's evolving and how much better all these teams are. And we're seeing things like Shatter with their armor 
mammoth and huge with these new designs. Hydra now with the hydraulic flipper. We're seeing the evolution of this sport, and it's yeah. amazing to watch. And now most of these bots, half these bots, I would say, are great bots that could that could have made it really far in season one. Definitely. I mean, our. I mean, Tombstone is the one bot that hasn't changed much. No. I mean, even Bite Force, from their maybe. first win to now, it, it, it's a different bot. I mean, they were yeah. just a lifter. Yeah, they were a lifter, and that <laughs> maybe would have not done well this season. But Bronco and Tombstone have kind of been the same, yeah. right? We don't... So, I maybe... I think Tombstone has changed their insides a lot, because they do seem more durable with their spinner. Yeah, but externally, absolutely. they look the same. Yeah, and I just mean like they haven't improved as much as other teams have improved no. because they were so much better than everyone already. They were yeah. kind of ahead of their time. People are starting to catch up, but they haven't caught up to Tombstone. No. It's still the most destructive bot we know of. Tombstone, they just have to be reliable and fast. That's all they need to do, and that's what they're doing right now. So there's no way they can really change their bot without completely changing it. So one of the things I want to talk about is um, uh, one of the surprise 2-0 teams, um, and that was Hypershock. Uh, they came in um, as, let's see, where were they in our, like number 24 in our <laughs> rankings, uh, going against Monsoon, who was number 17. Um, and Hypershock was 1-0. They beat Valkyrie. They dominated that fight. But they've had so many problems that we were still skeptical. Yeah, I was uh, still skeptical. Monsoon came in 1-0. They beat Ragnarok, which was a nothing fight. Um, I actually had them at number 13 in my poll this week. Um, I didn't I didn't rate Hypershock. So, in my opinion, Monsoon was the uh, favorite coming in. Yeah, it's the better bot. The, if you were to put money for a bot, Monsoon would have been the better choice going into the battle. But Hypershock shocked us. Yeah, um, so, you know, Hypershock is very fast. Uh, yeah. You know they do the box rush. They showed the the clip from when they did it to Valkyrie faster than anyone's ever seen. Just two seconds. Um, you know, their weapon is similar to Monsoon's, but it's a little bit heavier and a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised that Monsoon's weapon doesn't spin at the top allowable speed. No, it's six miles per hour off. So Which isn't much. No, it's not. But... It's a differentiator when you're talking about Hypershock versus Monsoon. Yeah. Like, these are great bots going against each other. You want that extra power. I was shocked to see Hypershock go to the max speed. I thought it'd be like 200 miles per hour, or maybe like 180, 170, 250. I was... Because it's a small spinner. Yeah, it really is. And um, it, it gets up to speed faster than Monsoon. Monsoon even made mention that they needed 8 seconds. Which is a lot. Um, right. Uh, that is a lot of time. Valkyrie needed nine seconds, and Hypershock really took advantage of that. So, Well, and that was the interesting thing, is that Hypershock didn't box rush them this time. Yeah, Monsoon isn't really a box rushable bot, in my opinion. Valkyrie... Okay, why? and why, why do you say that? Because if you were to flip them over, they just look the same, and if you flip them over, they can just drive away. But, you know, wouldn't you want to just box rush them just to take control? Yeah. And they almost they didn't quite box rush them, but they're pretty quick. Yeah, and you know your strategy turned out to be right because that's what Hypershock did, and they dominated this. They won by a KO. Um, they dominated the driving uh, at the beginning. There was a little bit weapon on weapon, but then what happened? Uh, the Hypershock hit Monsoon. Uh, so Monsoon's upside down. 
uh, after Hypershock just going at it. And then Hypershock hit Monsoon in the air. When Monsoon's blade was spinning down, the spinner hit the floor. Okay, slow down and, and explain that again. So, Monsoon was upside down. Yep. And then Hypershock went into the backer side of Monsoon and popped him in the air. Okay. And then their spinner hit the floor. Monsoon's spinner hit the floor going downwards. And what happened was after that, the spinner broke off of the bot. And not the spinner, but the holder for the spinner broke off. Yeah, the brackets or And they whatever. actually... Yep. It looked like they broke the floor, Monsoon. <laughs> it looked like they left a little gash in the floor. Uh, not as big as what Tombstone did, but... Yeah, I mean, this was kind of a crap fight <laughs> for Monsoon. I mean, they did, they broke apart. Yeah. Um, we were not expecting that at all. Their team captain is laughing, so. Yeah, I mean, they're good sports. And, you know, they do have that one win under their belt. Um, so they probably don't feel as vulnerable. Um, but speaking of vulnerable, I mean, we saw the vulnerability in their bot. And yeah. that it's a, it, it's basically in three parts. And if, and you can basically tear it apart. Yeah, and they said that was the first time facing the vertical spinner. They did face Manitar, which you could maybe count as a vertical spinner. They were spinning vertically, but they're not quite a vertical spinner. Yeah. I was shocked to hear that. You'd think they put them against a vertical spinner at one point. Right, right. Given now a good chunk of the robots have vertical spinners. It's like, true. okay. Yeah, um, and you know, Monsoon, you know, they've been fighting for a couple years, um, but Hypershock, four seasons. Yeah. All four seasons, one of six bots. And they've always had reliability issues. Yeah, and I think they've got that figured out. I like to call it an RV car, but it's an RC car. Um, great <laughs> control, great driving. It's the I believe it's it's got to be the fastest bot in the It tournament. has to. Um, you know, this is Will Bale's redemption tour. It really is. I mean, in season one, two, and three, they've lost because of reliability. They almost beat Bite Force in season one, but then they broke down randomly. They almost beat Poison Arrow in Season 2. They broke down randomly. They were just broken down in Season 3. And so they haven't made um, too many huge changes. If you look at the bot from Season 1 to 2 to 3 to 4, there are some changes there. But they basically made this a bot that they can control and drive quickly um, uh, with more control than anybody else. It's always been the reliability issues. So we don't know how good this bot can be. Yeah. We saw some of it today. We really did. Uh, we don't know how many hits they can take because they got hits on their wheels against Valkyrie, but that was really it. They took one hit from Monsoon. We don't know how powerful that hit was, though. Yeah, and that was, if it's what I was thinking, it was it was kind of weapon on weapon. So it wasn't yeah. even taking like a direct... Which is good for Hypershock. It wasn't taking full the full blunt of it. It was weapon on weapon. So Yeah, and Hypershock's weapon broke down versus Valkyrie. And, I mean, they went weapon on weapon and it was still spinning, so that's good for them. So I think with Monsoon, this is the same thing um, as we just talked about in the last fight with Warhawk. Um, what do you do? What do you do? You're one and one. Um, you just had your bot broken apart. Yeah. Can you rebuild in time for Desperado? If you can, is that something you even want to do? Yeah, and their fight against Ragnarok wasn't that impressive. They flipped it over. They showed that Monsoon is just Monsoon. Right. So if you can build it, Desperado would be a safe way to go about. But maybe they are confident and they do want to just stick around. And, you know, we think that um, Minotaur is going to be in the Desperado. It's a guess, but we, we think they are. Um, Monsoon would have to be along with like an end game 
those are going to yeah. be the top bots that go in Desperado if they go that way. Yeah, you look at Desperado last season, most of the bots weren't that good. Yeah, Lockjaw, Gigabyte, and Valkyrie, that, that was really it. This season, we're talking about Minotaur and Endgame going in it, and, and now Warhawk and Monsoon might be in it. Yeah. It, Desperado is going to look really different this it year. It is going to be an awesome tournament. It will. It definitely will. Um, and I think this week, uh, or, well, technically next week, either in our robot reveal show or our preview show, I think we really need to start breaking down what we think is going to happen in Desperado. Yeah. I think that's worth its own segment. Uh, I'd like to do that during our top 16 robot reveal. Okay. Uh, I think that will be interesting. It, I, and, you know, we've talked about the top 16. You know, 12 of these bots are going to be the same every week. So we're talking about them every week. So I think we can shorten up some of that yeah. segment and, and really focus in on Desperado and maybe seedings. Yeah, because uh, like for the 16 we don't have to focus on Duck for our top 16 this week because Duck didn't really fight. So Right. And we, we know can, what Duck is. I mean, there's yeah. only so many times we can tell you. About it can take hits, <laughs> right, right. so we could shorten that and just talk about okay, who can enter Desperado. I did want to mention one other thing about Monsoon. They had the line of the night on the episode, uh, which was um, we didn't come in this way, but we finished as a multi bot. Uh, <laughs> I thought that's that was what Warhawk should have said because <laughs> they those wheels they could move. I think they played dead for a good reason, but. Yeah, yeah, I Monsoon really intrigues me as to what they're going to do. Again, we don't know if they know who they're fighting next. Yeah. Which would have or it, they don't know. We don't We don't they might know who they're fighting third. They might know who they're fighting fourth. We don't we don't have access yeah. to that information. We don't know. So if they know that, that will factor into their decision. Yeah. But if they don't know, that really does change your perspective on going into Desperado because yes. it's like Oh, I'm facing Sub Zero next round. I think I can get a win. Or it's like, if you don't know, it's like I could be facing Tombstone next yeah, time. Yeah, or maybe you're facing P1. Yeah. Ooh. Uh oh. <laughs> Whoever that is, they just kind of slipped that in on us, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I think they're done. I think Monsoon is done. I I think the vulnerability of that bot. I think the way it was torn apart. I don't think they're going to be able. To be ready for Desperado, if it really is, uh, if we're seeing this in the order that it happened in real yeah. life, I don't think they'll be able to get back ready. Um, and maybe they can get into fight shape, but are they just going to snap in half again? Is this yeah. going to be is an this going to be now? what Huge did last season, right? Where they were snapped in half against Ice Wave, and then they fell apart randomly and, against bite force and it wasn't huge's fault it's not monsoon's fault you yeah. don't know the vulnerabilities until someone exposes them yeah you can't test this out in your parking garage right you're not going to slam on the on the weapon to see if it cracks in three like you're not going to do that to yourself no um so once the once it's exposed now it's what do you do as a team what's next how do you fix this um i i think monsoon is going to be a very interesting story going forward yeah i was very high on them um, but comparatively, I had them as my number 13 bot, but I kind of think they're done for yeah, the season. I, it all comes down to their next fight, in my opinion. I'm not totally down on them yet. If they do really well in their next fight, 
I think I will think more highly of them sure. because they were able to fix their bot. Yeah, it shows that they're a great team. I'm more of an overreactor, so I'm going to overreact <laughs> to everything. And you yeah. could be the level, calm-headed guy here. That works for me. Uh, I'm going to overreact. But, you know, w- anything else you want to say about Will Bales and where you think this Hypershock team can go? Well, so their next fight will be against Bite Force. So we know that? Yes. This will be their third time fighting Bite Force. Um, and what seasons have they fought Bite Force? One and three. Okay, and obviously they lost both times. Yep. Um, did they get knocked out both times? I I couldn't tell you about season one. I'm pretty sure they did get knocked out. They definitely got I mean, knocked out. Because that's normally three. how they lose. Yeah. No, they get knocked out <laughs> because they broke down. Right. Um, so is that an updated record uh, before this week? Are they now seven and seven? I think so. Okay. So that's a lot of fights. Um, yeah. in Battle Box. Especially since they lost four fights last season. Um, having said that, you know, Bite Force is 17 and 1. So. Yeah. <laughs> and Hypershock deserves this rematch, though. They won their way into this rematch. It, It's not for the story. It's not like they're like, oh, but they didn't work last season, so we should give them another shot. So they beat Valkyrie, a top 20 bot, I think, a top 25 yeah. bot at least. Um, I, I like them maybe a little bit more than others. Um, and now they beat Monsoon. So I think I think no matter what happens against Bite Force, I think they're pretty safe. Yeah. And what do you think? Uh, Hypershock, they are, they, they're safe. They're in a good spot this season. They took out Valkyrie. They're in the six-spot Rumble. They did really well. They beat What six-spot Rumble? Last season, there was a six-spot Rumble for a place in top 16. They did pretty well. And then they beat Monsoon, who was in the final eight for the top 16 tournament. Yep. Who beat Sawblaze. Yeah, so do you think they're they're safe no matter what happens they're against Bite Force? Uh, they will at least get into a rumble for a top 16 slot. Okay, and that's something we'll have to talk about is uh, going forward is how many rumbles we think there's going to be. How many, how many ways can you fight your way in rather than yeah. having the judges put you in? Um, and I, I like the ones that are after... Or at the very end, like for the last spot or two. Yeah. Um, because that's based off of where the judges had the next group. Or the, yeah. the committee had the next group of bots. Um, where Desperado is kind of... You're guessing. You're guessing at what you think might happen in the future and whether this is your best way forward. Yeah. Um, I like the Rumbles if they have one or two at the after the season. Yeah. Um, because it's a way to fight your way in. A six-spot Rumble is a great idea. Both yeah. entertainment-wise. And it shows... Can you take on five other bots? Like, you are really proving yourself you, for that you spot. You have to have some luck at that point. Yeah. That, w- that would be... Like, if I'm one of those six bots, if they do that again, I'm happy to be in that spot. Yeah. But I'm kind of feeling hard done because now I have to bot beat five bots at once um, where any sort of random luck, you could flip someone and it backs you into someone else's weapon. Yeah. And, you know, so there's all these things that could happen. And if you have different... Bots could land on you. Yeah. If you have different armor configurations, which one do you go with? Yeah, because you're, exactly. You could be facing four different types of weapons. What type of armor do you want to use? Do you want to use it at the top, on the side? Do you put on wedges, use extra weapons? What yeah. bots do you avoid? God, what an awesome conversation that is. Um, I wish we could focus just on that, but we got to get moving because we want to talk about all these fights. Yeah. Um, I, I thought this next fight that we're going to talk about um, was very, very, very entertaining. It went to a decision. Um, the next one we want to talk about is Yeti. Oh yeah, versus free shipping. 
Um, free shipping came in. They were 0-1. They lost to Hydra. Yeti was 0-1. They lost to Bite Force. Those are not bad losses. No, they're really not, especially seeing how great Hydra did uh, in this episode. <laughs> right. Free shipping, they can't really be discounted because of that. No, and so this went to a decision. Um unanimous decision won by Yeti free shipping is now 0-2 yeah uh, what's next for them uh, I honestly don't know I could see them entering Desperado but they didn't do... I could see them trying to enter yeah. Desperado they didn't they weren't in Desperado last season when they were 0-2 so cause there are bots that either didn't make it or they just thought they could rebound so I think of all the 0-2 teams they probably have been the most impressive yeah, because when I think of 0-2, I think of Captain Shredderator. That's the only I one think that Minotaur. comes to mind. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I but, kind of forgot about Minotaur. But I think their 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 losses are more impressive than anyone else's losses. Yes. I mean, they were destroyed in Yeti and Hydra, but they still put on great fights. And they they looked like they could, they could have won those fights at certain points. Um, so Yeti, we saw them come out with a little bit of a different configuration. It was a great segment in the show where he talked about how he hates those forks and how they're almost <laughs> like a gimmick and he's done with them. Um, they're going to use the big, huge drum, the 50 pound drum. And they're no going to add, they're going to add a third motor to yeah. make it even stronger. I don't know that we saw that though. It didn't seem more powerful. Yeah. But they, they told us it is. Um, and then like you said, no, no strategy, strategy, no control Which, over their bot. That's the best part about Yeti. They, they, I like Yeti way more now because of that statement. Right. And um, I know we're adding a lot of users as we go on through, the, or users, listeners, as we go through the um, through this season. Um, but so if you're new to our, or newer to our podcast, um, in the season preview, I think I talked about how I love Yeti, how they're just aggressive. They just want to fight. They don't care what you got. They're just going to ram into you and let's see what happens. Yeah. And I love that. That's what they did tonight. Um, it worked. They came out. They were really aggressive at the beginning. Their weapons spun up pretty quick. They got some small hits. Um, their their weapons stopped temporarily, which happens a lot. It gets stopped. Yeah. Um, especially I when I think it was because they're pinned against the wall. They just didn't get any breathing room. And a lot of times with that drum spinner, after impact, it just kind of it's going to slow down sometimes almost to a stop. And as they yeah. spin back up, you're thinking, is this going to spin back up? It almost always does. It's a reliable bot. Um, free shipping. You know, they their wedges were working great. Yeah, that's a great wedge. Uh, we can't really say if it's great ground, ground clearance because Yeti's in the air most of the time. It yeah. has giant wheels. It took damage, though. I didn't really see any scratches on it. On who? Uh, free shipping's wedge. Right. I, it's a great wedge. That lifter, that's debatable on how great it is. But that wedge, because that's the main part of the robot. They're known for how for having a great wedge on Original Sin. They're mainly banking off of how good their wedge was in this battle. Yeah, and that was interesting that they brought that up because that was in robot games, right? Original Robo Sin. Robo games. I'm surprised they yeah. said it by name. I yeah. thought they'd just say like they were... They're, their other bot is known for having the best wedge. Right. But they said it by name. Yeah, I mean, these guys have been around for a long time. We've talked about a lot. Um, Gary Jin, right? Yeah. Original Sin, Gary Jin. Um, they don't really have a weapon. No. Um, they got they, a lifter. They've got a flamethrower and a lifter. Um, that flamethrower looked really good in that battle, though. It did. And what was, and I think I was more impressed with the driving 
of free yeah. shipping. Um, they did a great job of protecting their wheels um, against Yeti because yeah. that drum spitter could have torn those up. Um, I did they eventually lose a wheel? They, I remember them losing one wheel. Um, you know, and but then it it actually was a lot of fun seeing Yeti drive over the top of free shipping and just tear off. Yeah. The top of free shipping. And I said this when we were watching it, but it was kind of a bad idea for free shipping to have Yeti go over the bot. Because Yeti was upside down, so it's spinners going downwards, and then you're throwing it over your bot. Yeah, so you, you'd said, like you said, that they shouldn't have flipped Yeti because it's, they put it in a... They, Yeti was upside down, so the spinner was spinning the yeah. opposite way that it normally does, and you thought that could have been an, something that free shipping could have used. It's a, Yeah, it's almost like a powerful saw coming down on you. So then what did they do? They kind of used the wedge to ram into them, it, it and it flipped Yeti yeah, back it over? Jumped, yeah, and Yeti, they have a self-riding. Uh, they just use the momentum from their spinner, the gyroscopic force from it, to just turn over, which... I didn't think Yeti could do that, honestly, given how wide their bot is compared to other bots. And I think the two biggest hits that Yeti took in that fight were from the buzzsaws. Yeah, they ran <laughs> straight into it. I'm surprised it didn't show Twice. a replay. Twice, right? One right after yeah. another. Yeah, um, in a row. Yeah, um, they finally did get to the side of free shipping. That's kind of when the whole thing ended. Um, did you, They lost a wheel. Yeah, I was about to say, did you notice how they lost it at all? I didn't. It may have been the flames. It may have melted the wheel a little bit and it just came loose and fell because they kind of got flipped over a couple times and yeah. then next thing i knew they didn't have a wheel so yeah. I, I i didn't really know it happened, that's something we'll have to watch when we go back it happened after the flamethrower happened so the wheel could have melted a little bit and it just sl- slid off of it that's interesting yeah. yeah we'll have to go back and, and look hopefully we can uh we can see it when we slow it down um if you know what happened if you've already taken a look at it email it to us unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com um yeah this is going to be known as the pop top Mm -hmm. uh fight for me because they were able to pop the top of free shipping off yeah which you know it's not the most durable top i mean it's not like this huge accomplishment no but it was fun to watch it was yeah and that arm got mangled at the end of the fight it was broken it was hanging off the side you could see it almost the arm of of free shipping yeah the arm of free shipping it almost fell off the bot it looked like it was hanging on a thread yeah it was (laughs) it was a really fun fight um, you know, free shipping, um, do they go the Desperado route? Yes, they should try. They should try. Uh, will they get accepted? Iffy. I think they will. I'm going to have to take a look at everyone we think is going to be if, in there. Yeah, if they want to have an entertaining pot in there, they will let free shipping in. But maybe they're just mainly going off of, do you deserve it? My gut reaction after watching them twice is just no. Yeah. Because I, it's entertaining, it's fun to watch, but can they win? And I think that should be that should be one of the criteria yeah. for who makes the Desperado tournament. Can they win the yeah. tournament? And can they beat three straight really good bots? Yeah, and they did lose the Hydra and Yeti, which are great bots. Hydra proven itself to be way better now. Uh, maybe free shipping could take on a smaller bot that isn't that good, like P1. Like oh, I think they would destroy a bunch of small bots. Yeah. Just but, by controlling them, flipping them, um, using that wedge to get under them, just controlling them, pushing them around the box, I think they could do a lot of yeah. damage to to some of these bots. I, I, they haven't had the best matchups. No. I mean, Hydra and Yeti? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to give them an easy fight at some point in the tournament, just to show, like, hey, oh, this bot's sure. actually good. Yeah. 
but and it, you know I think a lot will tell a lot will be told whether they televise their next fight or not. I think free shipping's always going to get televised. Just but if it's um, if they if they're not in the Desperado or if they don't make the si- top sixteen and they already know that, yeah. I could see them fighting some rookie bot or a yeah. mad cat or someone like that and it not airing. I you could, could just see I that. could just see that. That's just my guess. Yeah. Well, you you could see that at the end of season three. You saw some bots were just going at it because they couldn't really make term and they're like, okay, just fight this easy bot. Yeah, and I think with free shipping, what they have going for them and why uh, you might be right that every one of their battles is going to be um, televised is because they're going to be back at close to, if not 100%, for every battle. Yeah, no, they, well, they do look like, they took a ton of damage in Season 3, and they'll come back and just look better than ever. Yeah. Like, they can fix the damage that they get. So, reliability is never an issue with free shipping. And so Yeti was number 12 on our list, or I'm sorry, number 11. I had him at 12. Um, they lost to Bite Force uh, by a decision, and now they, they have a win. Um, it was a decision. It was unanimous, yeah. unanimous decision. I'm surprised they haven't. I'm surprised both of their fights have gone to the bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would never have expected that with no. Yeti. And Yeti's sitting in a really great position right now. They went to judges against Bite Force and they beat Free Shipping in a great battle. They're they're in a good position. Yeah, I mean they're going to. I don't think they're going to move too much after this. I think we had them um, in a pretty good spot just yeah. because we didn't take too much from losing to Bite Force. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they're going to hang right around the bottom part of the yeah. top ten I think for a few weeks. They're going to bump up one spot maybe for me. I like the way that they're heading, though. Just uh, smash into the robot and just hope you get a good hit. Yeah, I think I'm going to... They'll probably make my top ten, maybe nine. Um, there are yeah. some bots I'm thinking about that I might put them ahead of. But um, that's going to be interesting. You have to tune in on Tuesday, but also vote. Yeah, also vote, because that helps. Um, so another bot that kind of is a surprising 2-0 and um, that one tonight was Scorpios. Yeah. Um, they are 2-0. They beat Copperhead. And tonight they beat a rookie uh, in Sidewinder. Now, we had reported that Sidewinder was 0-0 and and that this was their first fight. That's Battle not Bot the case. sprung it on us that they actually were 1-0 and and they had beat P1 in an unaired battle by knockout in 48 seconds, I think they said. Oh, okay. I- at first, I said I wonder why this fight didn't go aired. If it's but a 48, seconds, in 48 seconds, uh, if it's entertaining, I would show it. Yeah, but they they have to make decisions on which ones to show and which fights ones. Fights go there are unaired. going to be fights unaired. Fights go unaired for a reason. Yes, uh, we learned that once they released the footage. Yeah, because how many were there last year that they released after see eight, seven, or eight? Yeah, and there was one fight maybe one worth fight. watching, and that was Gigabyte versus Duck, and that was only because Tombstone had a better performance. Right. So, what do you mean by that, though? Because there were three grudge matches that were recorded, and they were only able to release one of them for the final episode. And so they wanted to show the Tombstone fight where they basically a plastered, the wall. plastered a bot into the wall. Yeah. Um, okay, so Sidewinder was one and zero coming in. They are now one and one. Um, I I think they're going to have control issues no matter what they do. Yeah, um, especially then, with that spinner on the side, and it spins up pretty quickly. It does. Um, I was I was actually a little bit surprised. They weren't very aggressive. Scorpios was more aggressive, um, straight out of the box. Um, Scorpios did use their blade, not their saw. Yeah, which uh, proved to be the better weapon type. 
because... Yeah, because basically um, Sidewinder... So do you think... So Sidewinder came out. Um, they lost their weapon right away. Their their brackets basically busted off that hold their horizontal yeah. spinner that sits on the side. Do you think that was more uh, a design thing or was it something Scorpios did? It's, it was a design it, thing. It seemed like the brackets just weren't strong Because if anything... Their spinner wasn't spinning as fast as it should have because it was hitting Scorpios beforehand. So, I had nothing to do with Scorpios, in my opinion. Maybe yeah. Scorpios push them into the wall, and that's what happened. I tend to agree. I mean, they have these these big wedges on the front. Yeah. Um, it's a big box robot. Um, so, I think they're using a lot of their weight there, whereas uh, they probably need stronger brackets. Well, they definitely need stronger brackets. Yeah, they do. It looked like... a tombstone clone you'd see in king of bots when it hit the wall um scorpios was definitely the better driver they were more attacking they got multiple hits um at one point sidewinder started smoking uh they were pushed and stuck in the corner their wedges then busted off they just weren't moving uh and they won or lost by knockout scorpios yeah. won by knockout they dominated they have two knockouts this year <laughs> yeah they knocked out they technically Knocked, knocked out, out Copperhead. Copperhead. But um, Copperhead mainly knocked out itself. True, but they are 2-0. Uh, and Still with, counted as a knockout. Yes. Um, I called it a TKO, which is interesting because I just said technically they did knock him out. And TKO oh. stands for technical knockout. Because um, <laughs> technically they knocked him out. But yeah. they didn't really do anything. to. No. They to, took hits from Copperhead and that was it. Yeah. Um, Sidewinder, they are 1-1. One one. I, I, they're done, though. Yeah, they're done. Uh I don't know how they're going to come back with that broken spinner because they do need the spinner if they want to fight again because you need an active weapon. Right. And if those brackets can't be mounted back on, if they're truly broke and they don't have a separate set, a second set, or they can't a fight. thicker set, they will not be allowed to fight. They will be able to fight in a grudge match if the other bot says it's okay if they don't have an active weapon. But main... And that would be after the fact. I mean, basically yeah. they would be saying you're not in the tournament so here's yeah. a grudge match just so you can be on television one more time yeah but <laughs> when it comes to the main tournament and like the main season uh if they can't get that fixed they're not fighting again they just can't no. um so scorpios this is interesting uh, again they have two knockouts um are they a top 16 bot in your opinion no will they be uh probably part of a rumble maybe to get they in? will death if they don't make top 16. They will definitely be a part of the Rumble if they choose to. Uh, maybe they're just too I mean, having two wins gives you... Um, Great leverage. Leverage. That's a good word for it. Um, to get into one of these Rumbles or some sort of battle um, to fight yeah. your way in. You need every... Okay, not everyone in the six-spot Rumble had two wins. Uh, the only one that I could think of was Bombshell, who had zero, <laughs> who ended up winning. Right. But two wins, that's enough to get you into a rumble if you decide to be a part of it. And that rumble, that six-bot rumble, the bots signed up for that. Uh, Selection Committee didn't really choose it. Oh, they didn't? Yeah, it, the bots, they are like, hey, we're going to have a giant rumble for who wants to be in the tournament. Uh, sign up if you want so to be in it. So if seven that. teams had signed up, it would have been seven? Maybe. Uh, I think they said it was going to be six, so I think they would have had to kick one out. So at some point, they had they would have had I to whittle think, it down if more than six people had I think applied. seven actually signed up. Because they said two 0-4 bots tried to get in it. Any guesses on who that might have been? Chomp. <laughs> or like maybe uh -oh. some maybe some rookie. Um, 
So Scorpios, great driving, great control. Uh, I'm not impressed with their weapon at all, whether it's a blade or a saw. Not impressed. No, because um, we don't know how defensive Sidewinder was. I mean, they broke themselves, so they can't be that defensive. I mean, they seem relatively durable. I mean, Sidewinder. I mean, they took a lot of hits. Um, yeah. They just stopped moving, um, which I guess is yeah. you're not moving, but you're knocked out. But um, yeah, I, Chris Rose made a comment that kind About of blew my mind. Top that, 10? Yeah, he said Scorpios is a top 10 bot to him. Um, my, my thing to him or anyone is... Go ahead and rank them because you can think in your mind, oh, this is a top 10 bot. They have yeah. two wins, both by knockouts. They're a top 10 bot. Go ahead and rank them. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and listen to our podcast and, and send rank in them. your picks to us. And if you can find a way to fit Scorpios into your top 10, I'm not really sure what you were watching. Yeah. But your vote will count just, just the same. Yeah, but we saw Scorpios destroy Sidewinder. But when we saw it fight Copperhead, it got hit and it did not do damage. No, so. uh, they don't. To me, they don't really have a weapon. So no, yeah, they're what unless the bot is really weak, that weapon's not going to do anything. They're relying on control and driving, which is um, but good. right. But are they? Do they have more control and are they better drivers uh, than Manny Vasquez? Uh, no. Do they have a better weapon than than Whiplash? No. Right. So, so. you're trying to be Whiplash, but you're not going to beat some whip, bots. You're not going to be Whiplash. You can beat bots with driving. Scorpios did that against Ice Wave. So, yeah. it's not a bad thing to go no, off they, of. They are a really good driving team. They are. They have a lot going for them. I wish I I wish I wish could get behind their weapon. I personally can't. Yeah, I wish they had a good weapon. Because if they had a great weapon, they would definitely be in my top 16. Um, so, one of the teams that Scorpios beat was Copperhead. Um, they fought tonight. Uh, yeah. They were 0-1 coming in. They were fighting against Gruff. Who won the Rumble, the only Rumble we've seen this season against Marvin and Gemini. Um, I mean, Gruff, they could take some hits. They could take some hits. Um, they claim to have melting ability. They actually, they did stuff to the tires. You could see like the tires turn green when the flamethrowers hit it. Yeah, and I think really what, to me when I think of melting ability, I'm thinking the internals of the bot. Can yeah. you melt the wires, the battery? Which, if you can, that is really good. Then that's a real weapon. It is. But have we seen that yet ever in BattleBots? Maybe when Free Shipping faced Hypershock, we saw them use their flamethrower a lot. And when Hypershock was upside down, they put their flamethrower right next to it, and it stopped moving. And Gruff's is much, much more oh, intense. it's like a flame torch. Right. Um, one interesting thing that they mentioned is that they can really only fire it up for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Which surprised me that they fired it up at all during the introduction. Yeah, it's like when like Bronco... That's two seconds of your weapon gone. I remember in Bronco versus Duck, they explained how Bronco has 15 flips, and Bronco did the same thing. They wasted a flip in the beginning of the fight. Why would you do that? Right. Show off no your sense. flipper in the fight. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm really going to be impressed. Especially if it's a flank door. It's like you can turn it on any time. I mean, maybe if Bronco was a new a, a, a new bot or something, and you wanted to like intimidate yeah. your opponent, but everyone knows what Bronco can yeah. do. You don't need to do that. Hydra didn't even do so that. So does Hydra have a limited number of flips? Yeah. Oh? I don't think so. Okay. I know they had to put some sort of fluid. Right, but I don't think they... Well, there is a limit, but I don't yeah. think they can run out in three minutes. No. Uh, maybe if they were just go flip, 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 flip. Maybe. But 
Yeah, I tend to think that they can flip as long as they want. That there yeah. aren't the same limitations as Bronco. I'm starting to think that Hydra is just a way better version than Bronco. It is. And um, <laughs> most people online are thinking that. Yeah, I, I am really excited about that bot. Uh, that is our favorite team. That is our home team. We root for them. We do not uh, apologize for that. Um, going back to this fight, though, Copperhead, a um, couple big hits. Um, and before they spun up the full speed, they f- spun up the full speed. They made that sound, that it jet engine sound. It sounded like Minotaur. Like Minotaur used to have. Yeah. Used to. Could this be the new Minotaur? Um, <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Stranger things may have happened. Yeah. Um, no one would have... Cons- in- if you'd have told me in season one that Bite Force would be the the uh, best spot in the world over four <laughs> years, go 17-1, and one, win two champ- championships, never be... I would have never believed you. So, no. I guess anything is really possible. Um, Copperhead, at one time, uh, Gruff kind of got under them or near them and 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 but copperhead was able to escape it looked like they um, had drive issues a couple times yeah i mean they weren't moving great at all no copper that's one of copperhead's disabilities uh maybe just because their spinners spin up so fast maybe it's just hard for them to drive around that could be the case which in that case okay just face your spinner towards them and you're good yeah um gruff did use their flames uh many times um and then they, they and looked then, good it did, um, and then Copperhead got a couple big hits, kind of flipped over Gruff, um, yeah, who was some... able to self-right. Yeah, um, I, I'm always looking for that. The first time a bot flips over that I've seen, yeah, I want to see if they can write. They were able to do that, and uh, but they were smoking and on fire at that point. Interesting. <laughs> when Copperhead faced Scorpius, one of the hosts said that Copperhead can't self-right or they can't drive upside down. That is not the case. They were, no, because you saw them they, do it. They both drove and self-righted when they were upside down. Um, so this one went the full distance, went three minutes. Um, we really? weren't exactly sure um, who won. We thought it might be a tough decision. I, th- I, I thought that Copperhead had won because Gruff was on fire at yeah. the end of the ba- battle. So I didn't know how much further they could go. Yeah, I was worried when I was when that judge's decision was going in. It's like I really wanted Copperhead to win. I want Copperhead to do well. So I was worried when that I heard his split decision. They were making it real slow. Like that that was the most worried I felt this season, in my opinion. Yes. So this was this was the only split decision of the night, though, right? No, it's one of the only split decisions in general this season. But it wasn't the only one tonight. Not. It was the only one tonight, but yeah. this season. No, no, that's yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. It was the only split decision. Um, they made it seem like Lisa was the um, sole vote, tying vote, or the yeah. the the winning vote. Yeah, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Tie breaking vote. Yeah, um, and, and she went for Copperhead when she was the last judge that they announced. I felt pretty good that it was going to be Copperhead. Oh. Uh, I I I thought they deserved to win. I, yeah, they really I did. I see how uh, you can make a case for Gruff. Um, but, were, I, again, the fact that they were on fire yeah. at the end, to me, that would have been enough to yeah. feel really good about giving Copperhead the decision, which they got. They're one and one. Gruff's one and one. I think Gruff's done. I think Copperhead, um, uh, we'll see. Maybe Desperado. So that's what that's kind of where you see them? I could see him making Desperado, maybe. Uh, they do seem like a team that will be overconfident. And, and, and think that they could get in without the yeah. Desperado tournament. Um, 
Okay, but right now I'm thinking uh, they're they're a strong candidate for the Desperado tournament. And again, this is a big, huge weapon that could make this Desperado tournament must-watch yeah. television. If they try to enter Desperado, I think they will enter. I think they will be allowed the spot in there. Question so you is, think if they apply, they'll they'll get accepted? Yeah, but are they too confident about their bot? And you know what? That's why we really need to start breaking down who we think is a candidate for that Desperado tournament yeah. and who we think can can get in. And we'll have to kind of look forward to see um, which bots have already fought that maybe have a loss or have a loss that we think is upcoming. So there's going to be some real analysis we're going to have to do for that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, last year it was pretty easy. Um, yeah. You had 10, 11, 12 really good bots. And then you had like another group of like eight bots yeah. um, that you could all kind of lump together, shake them, put them in a bag, shake them up, pull one out. That could be your winner. Uh, the best, you know, that could have been your yeah. ranking for those bots. Um, and then you had some bots that kind of filled out Desperado. That's not going to be the case this no. year. And one of the best things about the Desperado tournament, it was the whole idea was made during recording in season three. It wasn't planned to happen when they first went in and started recording. It happened when they were recording. They got the idea during recording. That's awesome. And yeah. I think this, uh, obviously they've been hyping it up the whole season. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a staple of, well, of I think, the tournament. Yeah. And that's a of, big of reason why Desperado came out of nowhere last season. Because they didn't plan it when they first started. Yeah. Hey, some of the best uh, ideas are just winging it. Well, and, and what a great idea that and was. It's nice that they actually put room into their schedule for it. Like they are willing to make changes like that. Uh, I'm guessing they didn't plan a six-spot rumble for a spot in the top six. Well, and that's what's good about being able to do everything in post-production. Yeah. And they already know who the champion is when they start producing this. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's easier to create a television show for that um, in in that regard. Um, But, yeah, I am really looking forward to Desperado. There is one more fight that happened tonight that we got to talk about. Uh, One of my favorites, Leanne Cushing and Valkyrie. They were 0-1 coming into tonight. They lost to Hypershock. Um, which is a little surprising to me, but uh, they were taking on Ragnarok, who was 0-1. They lost to Monsoon. Um, they had mentioned right before the fight that Ragnarok may not be ready, and yeah. maybe they were, but this fight didn't last very long. No, it was one hit. It was one hit. It was hit. one lucky hit, in my opinion. Um, they weren't really moving all that well. Uh, after that one hit and their axe was hanging off and then we saw why it was hanging off because it was totally dismembered from the rest of the bot. Yeah. So what happened was Ragnarok ran into Valkyrie. When Valkyrie was hit by Ragnarok, Valkyrie jumped in the air. Kind of flipped a little bit. Yeah. And when they were in the air, they hit the gear that was holding the axe. Yeah. So basically Ragnarok had these forks or plows on the front and it kind of it kind of funneled Valkyrie's weapon into their gears. Yeah. Um, so the one thing I wrote down when I was watching this that stuck out in my head is this is a terrible bot design. Um, funneled v- Valkyrie's weapon directly to gears. They are donezo. Ragnarok is done. Yeah. Um, they can come back next year. They had mentioned how they know that this this um, design works. Yeah. Uh, they said that they were going to be disappointed if they didn't make the top 16. Uh, well, they're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, get those guys. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. they're going to be disappointed. Um, Valkyrie. Um, Valkyrie. And they Valkyrie. won by knockout. 
yeah. you know, what do they do at, at, at one and one? Um, they don't have an impressive win. Um, they're lost to Hypershock. I mean, I say I was surprised, but that's just because Hypershock has always had reliability issues. Yeah. I thought Valkyrie would do a good job, but they were obviously box rushed. Um, kind of on the defense of the whole time. They did get some good hits on Hypershock. Yeah, they were able to get the wheels off. Which, talking it, about wheels, last season Hypershock was sponsored by a wheel company. <laughs> so they were able to replace their wheels. At will. Like, every single yeah. fight they had new wheels. Maybe they have that this year. Because they said, like, oh, we can easily just put on new wheels. Yeah. So. And I don't think uh, it's it's... Well, they'd rather have sponsored wheels than have to pay for them. Yeah. But it's not like they're using Omni wheels or something that's really expensive to replace. Yeah. It's... Again, they're using an RV car. Just yeah, kidding. RV. <laughs> um, so if I'm Valkyrie, I'm seriously considering going into Desperado. Yeah. they. Well, when they entered but... Desperado last season, <laughs> uh, they had a tragic loss against Ultima Destructo. Uh, by tragic, I mean they didn't work. And they had a great... Win in a rumble against Bale Spear and Predator, who aren't in this season. Right. And they entered Desperado. So yeah. it's almost like the same story this year, except with bots people actually know. I, if I'm Valkyrie, I might take my chances and not enter Desperado this year. I uh, hope I can go two and one and earn a spot. And the only reason I say that is because if you go Desperado, you have to win three matches to win that. Yeah. And then you get into the uh, top 16. I keep wanting to call it Sweet 16. I think NCAA basketball actually trademarked that. So I'm trying to stay away from that. Um, even if you if you earn your way into the top 16 by winning those three battles, now you have to win four more to win the giant nut. That's seven straight wins. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of fighting. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot to ask of anyone. Yeah. And Valkyrie, they're a great team. I wouldn't be shocked if they came in with many, many spare parts. Yeah. For this season. I think every bot has brought many spare parts now. Uh, Much more than it used to be. Yeah. Some bots, like Scorpios, didn't have spare parts in Season 3. And that's why they couldn't enter the Top 16 because of that. They didn't have the parts to enter. So, bots are more prepared to go into Desperado this season. Yeah. I think that's very important when we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, last year, obviously, Lockjaw came out of there. But that, that's a bot that's kind of built to battle seven straight it is seven straight fights yeah um some of these bots really aren't but lockjaw is one of those that can get right back up and running pretty quickly yeah and lockjaw really did change the game almost when it came to desperado because that plow that they used against valkyrie they made that in between their two fights just crazy they didn't come in with that plow they made it well and they well if if battle bots didn't know there was going to be a desperado the the uh owners the Fighters certainly didn't know. Yeah. I mean, bots <laughs> like Witch Doctor considered entering Desperado last season, but they didn't because they didn't know they had the parts. Well, and do you recall how Lockjaw got in that situation? Like, how did they get that, so, that record? They beat Bombshell by flipping it over. Okay. And then they lost the Bronco. So they were one and one. Oh, they were just one and one. Or, so, no. Okay. I thought they had lost twice. They lost the Endgame also. Okay. Brutally. Yeah. Um, and so that loss to Bronco pretty much forced their hand, which yeah. was a surprise at the time. Lockjaw was a, was a well-respected bot yeah. going into last season. Uh, they, they they still are, but yeah, they, they weren't expected are. to. They were expected to easily secure a spot in the top sixteen on their own. Yeah, and 
they won Desperado, so it wasn't a bad move for them. And they went on to go to the Final Four in the tournament. So just because you won the Desperado doesn't mean you're a bad bot. Lockjaw right. went the Final Four. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was... They got you gotta their be durable ranking, and reliable. They got their ranking solely based on their Desperado because they barely beat Bombshell. Well, yeah, not I th- barely. I thought their ranking was whack last year. I really thought it was. W- they were way overseeded. They're number nine. They should have been sixteen, in my opinion. But I would have put them at like twelve. I mean, I just think that whoever wins the Desperado tournament should be at sixteen. Alright. Uh, that uh, my opinion. But um, little house cleaning. We do have one other fight to talk about because. Next. Oh, go ahead. So going off of Desperado, when you win, if even if you win Desperado, you still gotta fight your pre-tournament fights. Yes. Lockjaw got lucky and they didn't have any more fights after that. But so for, things could go wrong. Yes. So for example, Valkyrie had to fight Red Devil after Desperado. Even if Valkyrie won Desperado, they would have still had to fight Red Devil. So that's another consideration. You're still fighting your pre-tournament matches. Right. So. Yeah, interesting. Um, because again, you need that bot to be ready for that top sixteen battle. Yeah. And what would you do if you have a like you win the death spiral, but you're still fighting fights? I'd use the my tournament. backup weapon. I I, I yeah. replace some of the stuff so I'd I use had my best. As... So I had my best stuff sitting on the sidelines um, that I could put back on the bot for when it came to the real time. I'd use it to experiment with new designs that you have for your bot. Sure. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, not using your best bot or yeah. your best parts. It, like, try, Well, you could find out your best part through that experiment, but... Sure, you could find out that you have something better. But yeah. whatever I thought was my best weapon, my best configuration... Yeah, I would, just don't go with that. I would not use that. Don't I would save lose that for because you wanted to look good, even though you already claimed your spot. Right. That's ego. Okay. Uh, as I started to say, a little house cleaning. There's one other battle we want to talk about. There finally was a bonus battle... On Wednesday, on the Science Channel, and it was Death Roll, uh, who came in 1-0 after beating Endgame against Foxtrot, who was a rookie. Um, Foxtrot is a lifter. Death Roll is a spinner. Of course, Death Roll did the Death Roll against Endgame. They were pretty much dominated the whole time yeah, and, and won in the end. They explained how they took a ton of damage in that fight, and they are pretty worried going into that fight. Um, and so, quite honestly, this was one of the worst fights of the season. Uh, there was one hit by Death Roll, and Foxtrot uh, just kind of stopped moving. Uh, so it was a KO. Not reliable at all. Barely tested. Foxtrot, um, I kind of, I, I picked them to win this. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> I don't think you're ever doing that again. No. Um, I kind of like the design. I like the idea. I, yeah. When I saw the bot in action, when it was actually moving for the first 20 seconds of the match... Um, I like what they're doing. I like yeah. the thought process. Um, this is a defensive bot with a little bit of oomph. It's a little bit more control, a little bit quicker, a little yeah. bit more of a punch than like a duck. Yeah, it really, and it, it looks like it, well, it looked like it could take hits. It obviously <laughs> couldn't, but that wedge could take hits. They said it was tested twice um, at home and it just ran through a wall uh, both times. <laughs> so uh, no, it wasn't tested much, wasn't reliable. Uh this is a bot though that I could see improving. Not yeah. maybe maybe not so much this season, um, but I could see them coming back next year if they choose to come back. I could see them coming back um, and, and and having a better bot. Yeah, I mean, they competed last season Predator, who would die in one hit. Uh, this is no different. So, have they improved? I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so that's 
Now we've covered all of the eight battles, uh, including that bonus battle uh, that we saw on Wednesday. Um, what was the best fight of the night? Not, not for you personally, but just the best fight. Best fight, in my opinion, would be Yeti versus Free Shipping. Yeah, that was so entertaining. Uh, they kept calling it an instant classic on television. Yeah, I, it I wasn't, tend to agree. It wasn't one-sided. Uh, no. Free ship, like It looked like either bot could have won at certain points. And that's what I love about fights. I like one-sided fights, but it's even better if both bots are just going after each it's, other. It's too bad that both of these uh, bots came in at 0-1, and now one of them is 0-2. Yeah, it yeah, it's it sucks going to a battle like that. Like it's like, oh, the winner, they have a chance at a tournament. The loser, they've they're losing their chance right now. Yeah, um, I think the second best fight of the night, and you and I discussed this, was kind of a surprise, but it was Copperhead versus Gruff. Yeah, uh, again, uh, it wasn't one sided. Both bots were going after each other. Split decision. Uh, both bots got great hits. I mean, Gruff was thro- Gruff was throwing Copperhead into the wall. Copper was throwing Gruff into the air. So, it was a very entertaining fight. Our third ranked fight of the night is Hydra versus Warhawk. Um, that's mostly because we saw Warhawk bot get flipped to pieces. Yeah, Warhawk <laughs> lost its feathers. Flipped to pieces. I yeah. just can't get over it. It's so <clears throat> powerful. Like, when you think a powerful flipper, you think, oh, it's throwing it high in the air. This spot actually ripped a bot because yeah. of how powerful its flipper was. And we are kind of uh, focusing on that because it was so incredible. But I have a feeling we're going to be talking a lot about Hydra going forward. Oh, yeah. Um, I think our fourth best fight um, was Bronco versus Bite Force. Yeah. Uh, that was a good fight to watch. It, it, it was. was a heavyweight fight, and it lived up to its billing. Sucks Bronco didn't get a flip, but still Yeah, a good fight. that's true. We did not if see Bronco it. got one flip... It could have been the best fight. Could have been fight. completely different because Bite Force can only write itself by running itself into the wall. Yeah, and we saw that in uh, Season 2 of Rumble. So as they said uh, before the fight, they don't want to get flipped at all. No, they don't. And, well, they didn't. Uh, fifth best fight of the night uh, we thought was Hypershock versus Monsoon. Yeah, uh, Hypershock. Great driving, great speed. Hypershock was just on Monsoon the entire time. Hypershock has proven to be really good. They're 2-0, and they are moving on up. Monsoon, uh, we will see you later. Uh, (laughs) Next best fight, or second worst fight, depending on how you want to look at it, Sidewinder versus Scorpios. Uh, Scorpios got the win. They're impressive. They're not top 10, like Chris Rose said, but they've been impressive. Sidewinder, not as much. It was just really one-sided. The entire time, I didn't think Sidewinder had a chance. Yeah, and the only reason that they weren't the the lowest rated fight of the night is because Valkyrie took care of Ragnarok in a second, efficiently, yeah, and impressively, uh, and that fight was over kind of before it started. So, yeah, uh, best fight of the night: Yeti free shipping, then Copperhead Gruff, Hydra Warhawk, Bronco Bite Force, Hypershock Monsoon, Sidewinder Scorpios, and finally Valkyrie versus Ragnarok. And honestly, if I throw in the bonus battle, that comes in after that as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. they would kind of finish eighth anyway. Anything else you want to say as we wrap up this unbelievable night? Do we want to talk about the promo for next episode? Uh, yeah, go for it, because you saw a lot in that yeah. promo. So there were some... They showed fights like Cobalt versus Sub-Zero in this, but they did show Lockjaw versus Duck, Sawblaze versus Blacksmith, and then Tombstone versus Rotator. I saw Black Dragon. I didn't see who was facing. That could have just been there showing the replay from when they were facing Bloodsport. But... We know for a fact those three fights are happening. 
place. Um, so none of those are really main event quality, would you say? Yeah, so all three of those fights I could see as the main event. I could see them all as the first battle of the night. Yeah, and first battle of the night is usually the second, one of the... Yeah. Second most anticipated fight. Yeah. Typically. It seems like yeah. that's what they're doing. I mean, like, fights like Tombstone versus Duck were the first fight of an episode. So, so just based off of the promo, uh, what battle are you most looking forward to of those? Tombstone versus Rotator. I really? Wanna, like, because Rotator took hits from Ice Wave. If Rotator can take a hit from Tombstone and use their top blade to hit the chain, like, Tombstone could be in big trouble. So. Okay. Uh, I mean, Rotator was 19th in our poll this uh, week. They they have a chance uh, yeah. to move up for sure. Yeah. And sucks that Blacksmith is facing another overhead pot. Uh, they just can't catch a break with those pots. So uh, one thing I did want to also mention is I did go six and one this week, um, which is my best week ever. Yes, yeah. the actual clap. The, um, the best week we've had. The best week either one of us have had. Um, what's interesting about that is I spent a lot of time in our preview show and our top 16 robot reveal uh, wailing on how Monsoon and Warhawk weren't in the top 16. Well, well, well. <laughs> you're proven wrong. <laughs> um, so both of them lost tonight. Uh, Monsoon, that was the only fight I picked wrong. I actually picked Hydrid to beat Warhawk. Um, I, did, yeah. I, I had them ranked higher, uh, but I did have Warhawk yeah. ranked pretty high. And I thought both of them should have been in the top 16. And now I agree with everyone else that voted that they shouldn't have been. Yeah. So I was 4-3. Uh, my second worst week. I've, <clears throat> used, I've been 5-2 and two every week but two. And your um, season record is still really good at thirty-eight or thirty-six and eighteen, which is exactly uh, two-thirds, sixty-seven nice. percent winning percentage. I am over five hundred for the first time this year. Twenty-eight and twenty-seven. It's nice. not a great record, but I'm on the move. I'm on <laughs> yeah. the comeback. Um, okay, what a great night, uh, great episode. I don't even know where to rank that in this this season's episode. At least like second or third best. I mean, for depth of quality. Like, yeah top to bottom the full when you think about the full card um really the fact that we're putting that valkyrie fight at the bottom um, uh, means a lot shows shows how yeah. good the rest of the the card was i, I mean think... really with with our sixth best fight being uh who did we put there sidewinder scorpios yeah. and that could have been a lot higher in a lot of weeks yeah i think the first episode is just always going to be the best episode last season there was one episode that competed against it which i actually think was better but i mean first episode it should be the best episode. Yep. So. Um, but this was a great one. Yep. Okay. Uh, vote again. Unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. Give us a vote. Uh, we're taking off. What a great night. Uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thanks again for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. All those things really do help us. Uh, we actually haven't gotten a review in a while. So go out there and review us uh, and send us your, your picks. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Good night.
Bir dakika var.